This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, away we go on a Wednesday podcast post-show boomer. I actually have some stories for you today, Jerry. Really? Yeah. This is just me complaining about my life. I have a couple of actual stories. I saw a story in the Wall Street Journal. Well, clearly you're not reading that. How did that come across your desk? I actually did read it based on what it was about because I wanted to see because the the article was about how, you know, how uh, it it was an article about marketing and they were talking about the Bud Light situation. Yes. So... First, a couple of things I didn't know about this. So the Bud Light, people aren't there. There are people boycotting Bud Light because Bud Light did some sort of partnership with a trans activist. Right, which I was not aware of any of this until you brought it to my attention about a week and a half ago. So I had thought Dylan Mulvaney is uh, her name. And I thought that that they put her face on all of these cans. And they like when you went to go buy beer... There was Dylan Mulvaney. And that was not the case. No, what they did is they sent her cans with her face on it. And then she did a social media post. You know, sometimes like we'll get stuff with Boomer and Geo's face on it. Dunkin' Donut with with our our faces on it. Yes. Yes. Perfect example, Jerry. Dunkin' Donuts, donuts with our faces on it. Yes. So I thought they'd put out the cans and that's the cans. Like if you wanted to buy Bud Light, that's what you. But anyway, people were very against them trying to like. Hop on the trans politicized things, politicized things bandwagon, so they stopped. So Bud Light was the number one selling beer in America. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. I so, would have thought Budweiser or Coors Light. Yeah. So they said Budweiser that they overcame Budweiser a number of years ago. Wow. So interestingly enough, so their sales year to year from from uh, May of last year to May of this year, they're down twenty four percent. Okay. Okay which means they are no longer the number one selling beer in America. Got it. I was surprised at the new number one selling beer in America. All right. Can I guess this? Yes. The new number one, you're surprised by it. I was surprised by it. So that either means one of two things. That either means it's a as health conscious a beer as there is, which would be something like Michelob Ultra, which would shock me too if that was number one, or it would be something incredibly heavy like Guinness. 
that's got a million calories in it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be Corona. Which one is it? Neither of those. None of those. It is Modelo really? Especial. How about that? I had no Modelo idea. Modelo is outstanding. I get Modelo in restaurants when they have it on tap. I love it. Yeah. But I don't buy it. Right. Like, I, I do the same thing. Like, if I see it at a restaurant, yes, it look it's unique to me because not a lot of places don't have it. So I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get that. I would like to challenge that. Yeah. I don't believe that. But what's weird, too, is I was looking at the percentage of the the beer sales like what percentage they have compared yeah. to other there's so many that are they are close like Modelo is number one and they have eight, of all the beers purchased they're eight percent and that's the number one beer what, what's interesting about that though and maybe it's just a northeast thing I don't know like when I go to Florida I don't know why I I want I get Modelo all the time. When I've been in Texas with the Cowboys, we go. To, I've gone to with Matthew. I've go, we go to restaurants. I get that. I don't know if that's a Southern beer, and maybe those are the numbers in total. Yeah. But like when you go, I don't know if you ever go to a liquor store. But whenever I go to the liquor stores by me, it's pretty obvious. Like the first couple of doors are your Bud Bud Light products, then your Miller Light Miller products, then they start blending. Then you get to where Corona is mixed in with Modelo and some of these other types of beers. But there's like a few six-packs there where the yeah. other ones are stacked with cases. Correct. That's weird. I agree. It but is weird. again, could be in other parts of the country that it is a hot seller and maybe Coors Light is more popular up here in Colorado. I don't know. And they say that the Bud Light situation, you know, they're hoping that by next year – People forget about it because it's already dead for this year because the, the biggest selling time for beer is Memorial Day to Labor Day. Okay. They said that's where if your beer does not do well Memorial Day to Labor Day, you're screwed for the year. Okay. And then they also went on this other situation about how there are a lot of people who are distributors. I guess you can you can have a business where you're a distributor. Okay, yeah. So, sure. like, you could have a business where you distribute Budweiser and Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And if you're just one of those families that that's your business, now you're screwed because something Bud Light did. Correct. You're not selling and distributing nearly as much. Right, because of something they did, not something you did, but your business is taking the hit, which we talked about, like, with Subway and Jared. As much as it's your business, you're reliant on a lot of other yes. stuff happening. Yes, yeah. or when Taco Bell many years ago had the situation with um, – uh, e. coli in the yeah. uh, the lettuce. Yeah. Why now you're you screwed. Yeah, 100%. Even though, because you're a franchisee. Yep. So Bud Light's out for this year for the, the big run of uh, Memorial Day to Labor People Day. People will but, forget. People yeah. forget everything. Right. I, I hate to say that, but yeah. I think that's true. And it's not like Bud Light killed someone. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm sure by next year, it'll probably be, in the, I would think, in the past. But then yeah. again, who knows? I there are, here's the problem that they would that they could have. There are so many choices that if you are one that is boycotting it and you get into a routine of buying something yep. else, it might be hard to come That's back. That's true. It might be. Right. It's just, it's just like if you were to go to the store and they didn't have uh, the beer you get, like they're just out of it because so many people are buying mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, I'll get this. Then you go, you know, this is pretty good. And then you start buying right. that. And then you get that from now on. I mean, I can tell you. And this is this is the podcast, so this isn't a shill thing for Casamigos by any stretch. I always bought Patron, always. And then we started having the Casamigos. I haven't bought a bottle of Patron now in however long they've been with, two years? Right. 
That's all I buy now. Right, because you had a reason to try something else. Yes, 100%. Which is, I guess, is why they, they when a new product comes out, they put things on sale or they... Yes, just to get you to try it. Yeah, just try it. Yep. And then we'll we'll get you, we'll hook you that way with our product. I remember, and I've told you this before, when I used to work in the liquor store, you would have the sales of the um, a case of Bud and the cases of Coors Light, the cases would go on sale for $9.99. And it's not the same thing, but it's similar. And I always remember asking my boss who owned the place, why would you you stock up? I mean, we would buy 500 cases for the sale. And I said, but you're a man. I would see the invoices. Like, you're literally making 12 cents a case. Like, if all 500 of these cases go, and they will, you're going to make $50. Like, what's the point? He goes, because they don't walk out with just the bud. He goes, there's always a reason to sell things for cheap. He goes, most people aren't going to come in, buy a case of bud, and walk out. And he was right. Most people would come in, they'd buy a case of the bud for 10 bucks, bottle of vodka, bottle of tequila, where you're making 30, 40, 50%. Bottle of wine, you're making 55%. A, a pack of cigarettes, which were still popular at the time, we were charging $3, paying a dollar. And I mean, listen, there were always some people that would come in, get a couple of cases and walk out. But for the most part, people were always picking up other things. They said that about the Costco rotisserie chicken. Yeah, they lose money on that, right? Yeah, because they just want you to. Yeah. No one walks out with just a chicken. Yeah, he can grab something else. Now, I have done that one time and I felt weird. Where you ran in, just grabbed the chicken? (laughs) Because I was supposed to go to Dearborn for it. Yeah. And I remember the last time we had gotten the Costco chicken, it was just bigger and one of Matthew's friends was over you know what I'm gonna go run to Costco and I did and I ran in there it's the only time out of the hundred times I've bought that chicken at Costco where I actually just bought the chicken and walked out with it so once you you got them that time time. trust me I was just there two days ago they got me back many times over oh they got you back all right yeah, I think this was off the air. You were telling me a story about a father faking his own death. Yes. Did you see it yet? I did bring up the article. You Okay, because I don't know if I have enough free articles left here to read. Okay, this is a, a Belgian dad. A Belgian man pulled off... I'm reading this from the New York Post. Yep. Belgian man pulled off the prank of a lifetime when he faked his own death. Oh, and, hilarious. And showed up at his, at his own funeral by stepping off a helicopter instead of being carried out in a hearse. He's a TikToker, Jerry, so I guess this was a hilarious TikTok video. Now, that tells me that people knew then. Uh, it says that he, uh, he, along with his wife and children, decided to orchestrate the prank there you go. on loved ones to see who actually cared about the 45-year-old man. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Now that you told me these TikTokers, they don't even care who cares about him. He cares about making money and getting views. And how about this loser? He had one of his children go to social media to write a tribute to her father. Rest in peace, Daddy. I will never stop thinking about you. Why is life so unfair? Why you? Then he did a fake funeral. What a jerk, Jerry. Yeah, you know what? I thought this was funny when I saw the headline, as I told you about it. I never had a chance to read the story. Now that yeah. you're reading it to me, I think it's disgusting. A freaking TikToker. They got people crying here. Now I hope no one goes to his real funeral. Well, why would you? You already went once. You already went once. You got to go again. He could be faking it. Keep my card. 
<laughs> Keep the sympathy card. Reopen right. it when he dies. What if he went out and got a sympathy card? What if he went out and had to buy a sport jacket That's and slacks? Terrible. To wear to the wake. Yeah, did you see the, the director at, uh, at ESPN died? who's 42 years old. I did see that. That is did horrendous. Did they say what the cause of death was? I don't know, Al. I didn't see. I just, I saw a lot of them were giving him tribute yesterday. And I, I saw it online. I just, it's heart 42. Yeah, Come I click on. on those stories now when I see someone. If I see someone pass away in their in their fifties or younger, yeah, I click on it to see how similar am I to this person, and am I going to die soon? Also, yeah, really makes you think. I, I try to look for things where people have a disease, where I go, okay, I don't have that disease. But when someone just dies, it's scary. And they go, as hell, cause of death, not sure. He was forty-two. Forty-two, mm-hmm. right? Or there is no cause of death. Yeah, he died peacefully. What? Peacefully, yeah, of natural causes. Oh my god! Be like what? Yeah, no, it's scary stuff. It really is. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me bring you this story, Jerry, and this was presented to me by one Eddie Scazzeri. Wow, okay. He sent me this story actually last week or a week and a half ago, and I, you know, sometimes you start going through your email. Of course. It's like you want to clear out email, and you go, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. This was a story from a magazine or a a website called Live Science, but I did uh, Google the story, and it came up in a number of different sources. Uh, Researchers have uh, discovered that primates, of which, you know, monkeys are primates, Mm -hmm. that primates have been masturbating for 40 million years. This goes back to a trait that goes back to the ancestor of all monkeys and apes. All right, so 40 million years. Yeah. (laughs) They've been on this earth for 40 million years? I I guess some sort of primate has, yeah. But But when was the... When was the ice age? Technically, we're still in an ice age, they say, because we did, the earth is still has ice okay. covered in ice. When it killed everything. Or when did the asteroid I don't know. Hit? When did the asteroids hit the earth? Good question. When I did the no dinosaurs idea. roam? I don't know, but this is 40 million years. When did the ancestor of all monkeys. All right. So dinosaurs went extinct. Oh, 65 million years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was a little 60. You know what's amazing about that? 65 million years ago is when dinosaurs went extinct, and yet they still find remains. 65 million-year-old bones. God darn it. That's amazing. The article continues here, LiveScience.com, Jerry. Masturbation occurs in a wide variety of animals, from rodents to reptiles. But Imagine is seeing a rat on the, on the sidewalk of Manhattan masturbating one morning. <laughs> That's probably the only thing we haven't seen so yeah. far. <laughs> Oh, I saw a masturbating rat. <laughs> Were you aroused, Al? <laughs> it says... Uh, Funny, it's didn't a, answer the question. <laughs> it's especially... Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It's especially common among primates, and even more so in primates in captivity. So monkeys that we put in cages and zoos, they are whacking it all day long. But what do you think prisoners are doing? You're right. Whacking it all day long as I well. Would, I would... I, I don't know what all day long. I would like to do a study on that. 
how long have prisoners been masturbating? Oh, you want to get a special pass into a prison? <laughs> I do sh- not. Go do some interviewing? No. We'll get you at Rikers Island next week? No, no, no. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I it mean, says, I don't know uh, what to say. The scientific theories, Jerry, they can't explain why wild primates masturbate or why primates masturbate when there are willing primate partners all around. Why don't you ask some guys around here? <laughs> <laughs> Because they're not always willing. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, It's very interesting, Jerry. It says, uh, let me see, let me get some more information for you about this. Because there was, there's another one that says uh, monkeys in Indonesia use rocks as sex toys. And I actually have a picture here of a monkey. Thank God I thought you were going to say a a rock sex toy. (laughs) No, I have a picture of a monkey. It's a still photo with a putting a rock on his genitals. Mm-hmm. Did you frame it? <laughs> Jerry, this won't go in my living room. I have mostly Bruce Springsteen items on the but wall. The best part is, though, you live alone. If you wanted to, yeah. you could. I could put up uh, pictures of monkeys. You could put pl- pictures of naked women if you wanted yeah. to. Right. Like penthouse centerfolds. Yes. If you wanted to. If I wanted to. Who's You'd have stopping to take them me? down when your girlfriend came over. Yeah. But for the most part. Who's stopping no me? No one's living with you. No one. Well. I put up whatever I want here. I don't have to run that by anybody. No, you don't. No, you don't. So I don't know. I don't know if this is big news. Well, it I is... don't know why that's surprising, though. Well, it's always. That is a weird thing. Like, for what reason do we do that? Because sex is to, to uh, create babies to keep the species going in its most primitive form yes yeah but it's become more of fun Hmm. i think in this day and age would you not agree with that i would agree with that yeah they also said though like in this article that for the primates and maybe for us as well jerry that the masturbation could help clear out low-quality sperm before mating so that the high-quality sperm, the newest sperm that was made, is passed to the female. So perhaps instinctually they did it prior to right. engaging with the female. Like, let me get rid of this old sperm. Now, did it say fi- female primates were masturbating it as did. well? Yeah, it did say this. I wonder if they got the womanizer. It's a good question. Masturbation was also more common in species with a high load of sexually transmitted infections. You didn't just say a high load, did you? I did. That's the (laughs) scientific data here. Yep. (laughs) They do say that, that, uh, you know, that the sperm that's sitting in your testicles, the old sperm, is not as powerful if you're Mm -hmm. trying to get pregnant. And these monkeys are trying to get all these other monkeys pregnant. And you've studied this. Well, they've studied. I'm reading about it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. About the old sperm. Yeah. And it says female masturbation among the monkey primates uh, creates a more hospital environment for the sperm, which would boost the odds of conception. Mm-hmm. Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter, your comments. I wonder if there were alien sightings uh, 40 million years ago when the primates were ruling the earth. And they're like, look at this. I'm sorry, I'm whacking off. I can't look at your spaceships. Either that or that freaked them out and they went back to their planets. <laughs> right. I don't know what's going on with these things down here. <laughs> now, it does see you say here, Jerry, that the team of scientists hopes to gather more data on masturbation in primates, particularly females. Can I ask a serious question? Yes. 
how would they honestly know what happened 40 million years ago? Right. That's a great question. Yeah. Or are we just theorizing? That is a good question, Jerry. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's not any video that was left over from 40 million years ago. There is no video of that, or no. Which, again, goes to show how incredibly new everything still is. We think about when they took pictures in the 1700s. That's so long ago. You're you're sitting here reading a story about 40 million years ago. 40 million years ago. Before there were humans. Yeah. That the primates knew to get rid of their old non-swimming so is sperm. that the So is that the, the theory is... I know this sounds horribly stupid, mm-hmm. but I am what I am. So humans didn't start walking the earth till when? That I don't know. You going to Google that? Wait, thank God for Google, man. When did humans walk the earth? Yeah, absolutely. The first human on earth is... Wow. I'm confused. The first human ancestors appeared between five and seven million years ago. Is that right? But they weren't like cool like us. They're like they were like kind of like Cro-Magnon man. Well, I mean, this is again, this is the New York Times yes. saying they were ape-like creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Man. You got to look at that evolutionary chart where man crawls out of the sea and then like man crawls out of the well, sea. And then like I've we were, seen that chart. We were really hunched over, and then yeah. slowly we stand up straight. And so I'm what are we going to be in a million? What are we going to look like in a million years? I don't know. They the wings. Well, we're going to fly. The theory is we are the space aliens. That's the future us when we when thin, no muscles, bald. Right, meaning there aren't space aliens yet. Probably there might be. Probably not. By the way, how's that search going in Vegas for the alien? <laughs> that <laughs> it probably took off. Unbelievable. Jerry. That unbelievably realistic 911 call that we played. Oh, uh, yeah, there's an alien in my backyard. It's <laughs> like eight feet tall. <laughs> All right, we'll send the cop car over. So it says Neanderthals started mm-hmm. migrating out of Africa into Europe 70,000 years ago. Oh, really? So yeah. we're only 70,000 years old. Yeah, so I guess human-like 7 million years ago and Neanderthal-like 70,000 years ago and modern humans. Mm-hmm. Wow. So... Between fifteen and fifty thousand years ago, anybody remember them? I don't. <laughs> How important was their life? Nothing. Exactly. Time just keeps on going. You know, this reminds me. You talk about the uh, primates and monkeys masturbating. How sometimes, like a dog, will hump a stuffed animal, or your leg. Oh, leg! I've seen. I've never yeah. seen a stuffed animal. Oh yeah, I've seen dogs like yeah. try to have sexual relations with a stuffed animal. Have you ever seen a dog with an erection? Yeah, well, the, the, where the... Yeah, no, I was what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I, I never have. I always had female dogs growing up. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen the dogs with the, the pink uh, lipstick, they call it, sticking out of its sheen. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. It, it comes is. out of the, the fur wiener. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've just... Yeah. Eesh. That's it why I'm weird. I was curious. And I do not dogs. like it. There's some dogs in my neighborhood with balls still. Yeah, I know. Yeah. See that a lot, actually. Yes. Yeah. That's what they, I think that's what the song from ACDC is about. <laughs> <laughs> People with pit bulls love to keep their balls. You got to cut the balls off a of pit bull. Otherwise, they're very aggressive. I suppose. You you know about pit bulls. Yeah. Hmm. I used to really hate pit bulls. Uh, you really? Yeah. I'm but aware. I've, I've grown soft on them. Yeah, well. 
Like yeah. anything, if you get it from birth and you raise it, they're probably great dogs. Great dogs. I had a good experience with one adorable pit bull. Mm-hmm. And now I see pit bulls on the, I really thought when I was getting my dog, like when I saw a pit bull, I was going to like head for the hills. And you're good. I don't head for the hills. Yeah. Plus, whimsy could outrun it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Me, I'll be attacked. You're in trouble. You'd be like chicken meat. <laughs> Although I do get concerned sometimes when someone's walking a pit bull and they see us coming and they go the other direction. I'm like, hmm, this, this is something Tells you knows. that they're worried about the dog being yeah, aggressive. Yeah, they're right. worried about the dog. I agree. That or they're true. worried about the dog reacting to your dog. Yeah. Because you never know with dogs what, nope. their, what their story is. They can't talk to you as no. much as we think that we can. I'm sure we can get a feel for them, but they can't talk to you. They're like little babies. You yeah. don't know what they're trying to say. They try to look like I see people try to look at like what the, the dog's tail is doing. Right, right, right. But sometimes when the tail is straight up and wagging to me, that's like, oh, they're happy. But they're like, oh, no, if it's straight up, it means something. I'm like, oh, I don't Great. How do I know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a dog owner anymore. Yeah. Haven't been in over 25 years. You're a cat person now. Yeah. Do your cats masturbate? Not that I've ever seen. Not that you've seen. Both of them are fixed. All right. So I, but I don't know. Yeah, my dog also fixed. I have not seen it. The only thing my dog, the only thing my cats do is they run laps at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I mean sprint laps around the house. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know what they do. They sleep a lot. My dog does lick her butt a lot. I think most dogs do. Yeah. They clean themselves. Yeah. You they... ever give her a bath? I take her to get a bath. Like once a month. Yeah. They clip her nails and yep. everything, too. Keep her fresh. Yeah. She smells so nice when she gets back from the bath. Yeah, I remember. And they do they still give them the bandana? Yes. I always love that. <laughs> A doggy bandana. I actually still have, I think it's at my parents' house, but I still have the bandana. When I was a kid, we had a mutt that my parents got from the pound. And she was great. She really became my dog as I got older. And she died in, I was with Kim already. So it was probably like 94, I want to say she died. I still have her bandana. Is that right? Yep. Her last bandana that she got for her last haircut. Isn't that something? You know, growing up, my parents never would have paid for a dog to get a bath. Like they would just. I don't think my dad would have either. It was my mom that did it. Yeah. They would just take a, like a, a kid's bath. A hose. <laughs> yeah. In the backyard. Down, they'd pick a nice day when it was hot yeah. out. Shampoo the dog up out yeah. there. Yeah. I know Kim's I know Kim's parents for a while before I was with her, they would I mean they treated their dogs like children. Yeah. And they would give the dogs baths in the bath in the house. Oh yeah, we tried that a couple yeah. times. And and apparently the dog loved it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because when the dogs get out and shake, well that's you a problem. get all of your bathroom walls. I was looking at the Brady Bunch. What was the dog's name? Oliver was the new kid when yeah. the show wasn't the show anymore. What yeah. was the? I don't remember the dog's name. Oh, Tiger. Tiger. Yep. It's Tiger. There you go. That was it. Look at that. It's a good memory, Jerry. Yeah. For some things. Don't uh, ask me about last night's Met game. Right. That we'll forget about. Good God. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday. You love a Thursday. I do. I Thursday's a Thursday probably my too. favorite day of the week. Thursday's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Anticipation of the weekend. Love Thursday. We'll uh, hit you at the five a.m. with the uh, Mets uh, Yankees from tonight. So...